2: Powered by Superfoods and perfected by science, Youth to the People is a brand at the forefront of the industry. Co-founders and cousins Greg Gonzalez and Joe Cloyes launched the brand to continue their family legacy and trust me when I say this is a story you need to hear. Hi everyone and welcome to Founded Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs who built some of the biggest brands today and where we learn exactly how they did it. We'll cover some of the most intimate stories, their path to success, and how they overcame the obstacles along the way. I'm Akash Mehta, CEO and co-founder of Fable & Main, a modern hair wellness brand inspired by ancient Indian beauty secrets. Building Fable & Main has been an incredible journey so far, and I've decided to launch this podcast as a founder keen to learn and connect with fellow founders of beauty brands around the world. I believe in collaboration over competition, and so I'm using this platform as a way to hopefully help and inspire each other in what can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So if you are an entrepreneur or simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast is perfect for you. So without further ado, it's a delight to introduce you our guests for today, Joe Cloyes and Greg Gonzalez. These co-founders have built the Superfood Beauty brand that features clean formulas that are unisex, recyclable, vegan, and free of animal testing and harsh chemicals. Born into a family deep in the beauty industry, cousins Joe and Greg spent their childhood immersed in their grandmother's aesthetics company. Carrying on their family legacy, Youth to the People not only has award-winning formulations and products, but a story that will inspire many. Thank you, Joe and Greg, for being here and for
0: sharing
1: your story with us.
0: Thank you. Thank you. So happy to be here. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Excited to be here. Thanks for having us. Amazing. So... I always ask
2: my guests this very simple, but very tough question. So in a, in a nutshell, and I'll start with you, Joe, who is Joe Cloyce
0: in nutshell? Ooh, good one. Uh, well, I am uh, a dad. Um, uh, my wife and I have two little girls, um, that are almost four and almost two. Um, and then, so that's, that's a huge part of my life. And then co-founder of Youth to People with my cousin Greg here, which uh, is about six years old. So I've got a lot of, a lot of young, uh, things in my life currently. Um, I think that definitely that takes up most of my time, but, um, past that just, uh, you know, passionate about, uh, people passionate about the planet and, and really happy to not only, um, hopefully make a difference there, but, as I'm making a difference, learn and work with my, my daughters on on things that we can all do together.
1: Amazing. And Greg, well, I love that question. By the way, that's one of the that's one of the best uh, first questions I think we've we've gotten. But I it's mean, going I, in the morning, that'll get yeah. you thinking. Um, I, you know, I'm someone that loves to make things and create things with other people, uh, and I feel grateful that I have the opportunity to do that. I think um, one of the most powerful things we can do is figure out who we are and figure out how we want to share that with the world and walk through the challenges that we all face to do that and then get to, to see the outcome of that together. So um, that's uh, you know just a part of who I am, but it's, it's something that I, that I really love to do is, is just to create uh, on any medium and, and be able to do that with others.
2: A lot of people love the idea that you guys are cousins and um, work together. I, myself, work with my sibling, my sister. Uh, So before we get into how you people came around, uh, I do want to ask, so what's your relationship like as cousins? Are you like best friends or did the, you know, before the brand even was conceived?
1: Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we grew up as best friends. We grew up pretty much as brothers, you know, we're, both only children, uh, and so we started kindergarten together. So, you know, we have pictures back all the way to the very first day of school in kindergarten, and then every first day of school, you know, camping trips uh, with our family, and spending all kinds of time together. And you know, part of that time was in you know our family's skincare business, and part of that time was hanging out, riding bikes, playing baseball, and just you know. So, it's built a tremendous amount of trust. Uh, you know, when you go to the other side of like, okay, we're going to start a business together. But I think one of the special things too, is, you know, we're also not brothers. So there's like, we're about as close as you can get um, without having like the bigger, younger brother sort of like dynamic. So in a way that's kind of can be nice as well. Um,
2: Exactly. And I think it's cool as well, because there's that sense of trust that you have being related. But at the same time, there is that sense of as in like what I have with my sister, sometimes I'm a little bit too, uh, you know, we do fight sometimes (laughs) because you have that sibling relationship as well. (laughs) So I'm quite envious of like, I think cousins would be the perfect match, but, uh, no, I think it's really cool that you guys work together, but I know it's also stemming from the childhood and upbringing with your grandma and she had her own professional grade skincare brand and company. So maybe, uh, Joe, do you want to talk us a bit about
0: that? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, growing up, um, our grandmother started her first skincare line in 1979. So we were always around that. But prior to that, uh, actually our family, our family legacy even goes further because originally my our grandmother and grandfather, um, they cut hair. They had a hair salon in Philadelphia uh, With uh, while they had their kids. They had seven kids, six girls, one boy. And in the mid 1960s, they moved out from Philadelphia to the West Coast in the Bay Area in a city called Danville, California. Um, started a new hair salon there, started with one chair, built that up to a really a massive salon, one of the biggest salons in the Bay Area. And all of the, the kids kind of worked there in and out of school. And as uh, about early 1970s, skincare became really popular and aesthetics started to become popular, especially in Europe. And so our grandmother um, started to import skincare line from Germany. They were selling that line at their spa and salon and, and, and doing uh, practicing aesthetics, doing facials, doing treatments. And then she really found a passion to not only do that, in her salon and spa, but actually start to sell the products to other, uh, cosmetologists at the time and train them to become estheticians. So she became now a distributor. Um, and that was where she really found some passion because she could not only do the things she loved to do with this skin and treat the skin and be a part of products, but now she could actually help other women be successful entrepreneurs. And that really drove her. So she's doing that for a couple of years. Grandfather leaves her, takes everything. And with that, she also lost the distribution. Um, because there was no longer a man in the business to sign for the, on the contracts, which in the, in the mid to late 70s, that sort of was still happening. Um, so she, uh, she had kept her her car. Uh, it was her first nice car she'd ever purchased. And she, she kept that, sold it, and uh, flew to Germany, met with a bunch of chemists, came back and, and developed and launched her skincare line in 1979. Um, her original company was called Images of Success, which I think is very much... In in the line of youth to the people, and I, I know it shows where we get our naming and our and our emotive brand concepts from. Um, and she launched that and started selling to estheticians and cosmetologists every way she could. And same thing, same path: build a line, uh, make amazing products, um, bring the best from botanicals at that time from nature, but pairing it with the best in cosmetic science. And she launched her first hyaluronic acid serum, I believe, in 1984 or something like that, really early on um and and that's what greg and i grew up around uh she had seven kids as i mentioned six girls five of those girls became cosmetologists or estheticians um my mom's actually the only one that is not in duty but everyone else seems to be uh so but we grew up around we were at greg's mom's hair salon or one of our other aunt's hair salons or going to the to the family office to help put stickers on samples or if they needed people for a class for facials or so we were always around it. Um, we would go to trade shows, the aesthetics and spa shows and set up. And half the time, we'd just be running around and climbing and getting into trouble. But, you know, you, you're around it. And so it just became part of our, it was part of our lives. Um, and we were really close with our grandmother. All of our, our grandmother, our whole family is really close. And all of us cousins were always really close with our grandmother. She always figured out a way to make time for, for all of us individually and then us in groups to, to do things outside of running her business. Um, as I look back, actually, I'm not sure how she was able to do all that. Um, because, <laughs> but, uh, that, that's sort of like the, the, the prequel, if you will, to like where we are today, but I'll, I'll let Greg take it from here. If you have any questions.
2: No, I mean, that's, I mean, for me personally, I really relate to that story because Fable and Main started with our grandmas. Like, uh, she brought from all these incredible ingredients from India, introduced us into the world of Ayurveda. Mm-hmm. And then we created the brand as an homage to her and, you know, because of her. And I think when you have that story and the upbringing from childhood, um, you know, when you're younger, you're not thinking, I'm going to have a skincare brand with my cousin. You know, that's not something you you conceive or you dreamt of, but it does when that idea does somehow happen, that fruit or that seed is planted. There's so much richness from that. Wow. I didn't realize how much learnings and how much also passion I have that grows the brand so much quicker than other brands that are just conceived in a boardroom meeting that unfortunately half the beauty brands are made Mm -hmm. from profit-making or, you know, how do we make some sales? So do you feel like, um, or, you know, actually better say to it, what, what was that seed moment, Greg, that was when you both came together and said, you know what, we have the same grandma, we have the same learnings, but let's create youth to the people.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we agree so heavily with what you were saying too. I mean, it be, the brand then is coming from a place of true love and passion, and I think that's what makes, you know, people connect with it. You know, I think as we started to work after we did our kind of different paths through school and college and then afterwards and ended up we ended up working for the family company for, you know, eight to ten years, you know, doing professional skincare. And Joe and I knew we wanted to start something. We wanted to start a business. We had all kinds of crazy ideas. In in outside of skincare, and you know, I think we were really inspired by a brand that uh, represented something that made you feel something, you know, when you, when you saw it. And we realized eventually like that sort of feeling, um, we could do that in the skincare space. And we, we realized we could kind of take two passions of product knowledge, ingredient knowledge, all these things that we had been built up and learned, And then this bigger concept that's way past the product and something that was just driving inside of us. And we could bring those two together. Um, so I think that was like the, the inception point. Um, and that mixed with the timing of this like wellness awakening, you know, we're, we're in California. I'm in LA. Joe's in the Bay Area. Um, and you know, just seeing that wave of all of these amazing new, uh, well, actually they've been here forever, but people kind of being aware of different superfoods, uh, different adaptogens that you're very familiar with, uh, that have gone back and have amazing historical, uh, you know, beginnings, uh, and cultural significance. And so, you know, berries, you know, super berries and all of these things, you know, people were really inspired by that and ingesting and it. And, and we were as well. So it was sort of this timing of life of that happening. Um, and just all of the work we had naturally done leading into it in the professional skincare space.
2: And, you know, the name Youth to people is so, catchy but also so familiar i think to people like the idea of we always say with skincare and youthfulness and all that stuff but where how did the name come around uh who created it was it greg was it joe was it both of you
0: it was uh, it was greg um I know. i'll i'll revel in the story a moment um so we <laughs> what's funny is we were you know doing all this work in our family's line we were like We've got to take our family's great products retail. We're trying to figure that out, and they were like, "You know what? No, we got to build our own line." We realized like we got to build our own line, you know, with our with my aunts Lori and Lisa, um, build it together. Let's build it in the family office. Let's figure this out. It'd be so fun, um, and you know all the passions that Greg has talked about. And then as we for a while, it was just called the Kale Line for a long time because I was just like, "Oh, there's Kale in it." So everyone, the whole family, the like, Kale. How's the Kale Line coming? How's the Kale Line coming, guys? Coming, it's coming, you know, and, and but me and Greg and Lauren and Lisa were like, No, it's not the, that's not the name, we're just like we're trying to figure out the name. We had the products like almost done, like and so, uh, Greg was working on some copy for one of our serums, um, uh, in the family line and then was going over and started working on some copy for our serum and then had written down, uh, power to the serum, use to the people, and then crossed out power to the serum and had to use to the people, and uh. And he did his mad dash around the different social channels, and you know uh, what was it? Uh, GoDaddy, and uh, everything was available. It was like twelve bucks for the website, and um, gave me the call. I think the next day he's like, "I got it it's used to the people. I got all the, I got the Instagram. I got the Twitter. I got the website. We've got it all. It's ready."
1: Yeah, it was, it was uh-huh. crazy because you know when you're trying to name something you obsess on it. I mean, it's like, you're trying to, you know, you have this idea and it's like everywhere you go, I don't know. For me, I'm like looking at street signs, looking at any book, any pamphlet, looking on the ground, looking in the sky, like, you know, what, what kind of is speaking to this like idea or emotion that you're trying to, you're trying to grab with the name. And for us, you know, the, this like a conscious awakening of like people that were creating change in the world and wanted to create change in their community way past just, the change that uh, products can make in their skin—that's that's what we wanted to grab with the name. Um, and so, yeah, we it was six months of seven months of just throwing different ideas around, um, and then luck getting to that to that point. What's funny about it too is then you kind of got to trust it too, because at the time it was sort of a longer name for you know not name brands are named a little differently today just in the shift of you know six or seven years. But even when we had it, people were like, "Are you sure it's a little long?" com, like, that's kind of a long name, it's almost a sentence, you know, it's a phrase, and so, um, we also had that of, like, yeah, it's a little different, but it really hits the feeling that, that we're going for, and as Joe mentioned, luckily, GoDaddy was, uh, $9.99 Nine ninety nine 99 or something like that yeah. at
0: the time. So I got lucky on that. <laughs> I could have never been those ones. one. I was
2: like, whoa. We need to think about that. I mean, as brand founders, like having the domain socials and the trademarks, and it does stop sometimes a great name from happening because someone's got to, you know. So it's actually quite hard to name a brand, but I think uh, once you have an idea and you feel it, you've got to just stick with it and go for it. And That's right. Yeah. I know, I know what you mean. Every brand today is usually like a mix of one word or one catchy word, like Uber. That's like, <laughs> really that creating an Uber brand. And it's like, yeah, but I think also that's overdone now. So no, I love Youth for the People. It's very catchy. And then also you have the, the logo, which can be abbreviated with the Y TTP, which is also like iconic circle. So thank you. Thank you.
1: I really, really appreciate
2: That's, that. You know, thank hopefully
0: you. one day it'll be just like swoosh. <laughs> exactly. the swoosh. The no, no, no. no, no. yeah. Exactly.
2: I would say in the beauty community, <laughs> it's pretty much already there. So oh, I, I, I recognize it from a mile away. So, so obviously, you know, products and formulations is, a, is a very much at the forefront of the brand, but I think sustainability and mission was also from a very early kind of stage at the forefront too. So, why is sustainability so important to you guys and, and
0: the mission? Uh, you know, sustainability is something we, we again, you know, Greg, as Greg mentioned, we, we, as kids, we were always camping, we were outdoors doing as much as we could. And, you know, I can remember when recycling became a thing, you know, we got the can crusher at home and started can't crushing our cans because it became like, Hey, this is what we're doing. This is the right thing to do. Um, and, and that was something that we really, as kids, our whole family, uh, was, was passionate about, you know, taking care of the planet. Um, and as we have both grown up, um, it continued to be a passion of ours. And and we knew as we built youth of the people, we're like, we have the opportunity here to make this, we don't have a ton of money, so we can't get into anything super advanced. So how do we make this easily recyclable, um, source as locally as possible to reduce our carbon footprints and what are the basics we can do since we are coming from scratch here. So it was, first of all, Hey, let's package everything in glass. Um, glass is much more easily recyclable. Um, and, and there's a lot of good, you know, uh, it's very good for skincare as well, just in general, especially with a lot of the actives we have. There's less interaction. There's a lot less money you have to put into testing around, like, how do the plastics interact with it? Because there's different plastics for different skincare. Same with hair care products, right? You have to really do a lot of, um, compatibility testing. So with glass, a lot less of an issue. Um, you know, a lot less worries there. Uh, so that was, that was a big part of it. And then we were like, we want to make everything in California. A, we want to be able to get be really close to our labs that we work with um, so we can be in there and really hands in. And then B, it reduces our carbon footprint because we're making it in California, shipping it from our warehouse. We're not shipping things everywhere. Um, so same thing. We picked all of our boxes to be with a local company here in the Bay Area. Um, all the paper is um, made in the U.S. It's FSC certified um, mixed recycled paper. Um, and, and so there were decisions like that we could make where it may have cost us a few more, a little bit more money out of the gate, but we knew long-term it was what we wanted to do to make, to have the right impact on the planet. Um, and it also set us up long-term to where we didn't have to, as we've grown, as we've got our system and, and, um, at times it can get complex as we're getting into newer formulas and you know, how do you work within glass and the constraints of glass? Um, but, uh, and shipping is heavier with glass. So how can we offset that a little bit? So we're figuring all those things out, but, the main thing is, what can we do every day to just get better? And I think that's the goal with sustainability. It's not like you could only do this, only do glass, or only do recycled plastics. It's like if every brand is just working to get better, um, that's the solution. No, definitely.
2: And I think it's important to really just understand it. it's a journey. You know, you always uh, you can't be doing it from day one at the best, because, you know, some brands are startups, you have only X amount of funds and everything costs. uh, And some things are not even there yet in the market. So I love the fact that you use glass and I've even seen a lot of social media influencers and, you know, you reuse them and I've seen like pots with like plants in them. So it's really cool to see that kind of um, forward thinking with your community, probably also powered by you guys and your socials to encourage that behavior. So I love that. Um, but I do want to talk about the ingredients because personally speaking, super happy to see like, you know, Ashwagandha, the in, one of the like Indian roots. Um, I, I think, you know, I know it from India, but you know, it means the strength of a horse and it's like the strengthening root. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have incredible um, different superfoods. Uh, how, you know, was it something that you guys have always known about these ingredients? Did you do a lot of research?
1: Do you have like consultants? Like what's that? How do you find these ingredients and know that they work? Yeah. I mean, I think it just, it stems from just sort of uh, the overall sort of um, wellness approach of of life and and what are we putting in our bodies? What are we drinking and eating and what is out there that has worked for people for a very long time uh, in different capacities. And that led us down the path of just antioxidant and nutrient dense and, uh, mineral dense, uh, plants around the world. Um, and so it really comes off of just things that we're reading about and seeing and going into small boutique wellness shops and, and, and trying out and then figuring out, you know, how are these things that also would work really well topically? I mean, that's really important too. There's certain cool ingredients that we want to work with and it's like, well, this doesn't translate as well. And so let's, uh, We'll we'll keep we'll keep uh drinking it or eating it in the morning, but we you know, we're not gonna put in this skincare and so um that's been a big definitely, definitely a, a muse for us is is these different super plants that are that uh, are around the world and, and then also just pairing that with the latest in, you know, innovation and science and skincare and cosmetic science is a big part of uh of what we do too. Um And so, you know, when we can travel, Joe and I go to different shows in cosmetics all around the world and just meet with different raw manufacturers and really try to get early on on what's being out there from, you know, different actives to, uh, you know, different things like the newest vitamin Cs, peptides, new forms of hyaluronic acid, but also preservative systems and different uh, new alternatives to silicones. Anything that's happening, we just sort of want to learn. And I think a lot of times internationally... That's one of the coolest places to be is just seeing how different people are thinking, how different cultures are thinking. You can just learn so much uh, on a more global scale. So, yeah, be on the Internet, on social media, you know, every place. You know, there's so I think we're at this amazing time now, though, where, you know, amazing educators and creators are driving so much new information. And so things are moving faster and faster. I'm sure you see it as well, right? It's like you're, you you, it's, it's an incredible time to be learning and people know more than ever, you know, more than ever. Uh, so that's exciting and the way that we can educate and learn together. So, um, yeah, I mean, ingredients, they say, we say ingredients are our muse. So they're, they're really everything to our formulas and we take a long time. We try not to rush anything and really try to pr- perfect everything, uh, as, as much as possible so that, we're delivering something that really creates, you know, a positive impact for people. Definitely. And
2: uh, you can tell with all the formulas, you haven't really, I've tried all your products and there's not one that doesn't hit the mark. So you guys are really taking the time to formulate them to have a purpose and to also do the job, not just newness. As you know, with retail, it's all about <laughs> what's your newness, what's your newness. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes you <laughs> yeah. get caught up yeah. in that, like, oh, good, I've got a great product just for this retailer or just for Sephora. Yeah. And it's like, no, you know, We have, and also listening to your community, right? I'm sure a lot of your new MPD and stuff is built on what your community wants and listening to them. And, uh, they're, they're also, um, another stakeholder in the company. They're another founder, um, in a way. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but I, I do want to, um, kind of touch on good to the people because that's something as well. I think is really special about youth to the people is you have, um, uh, you know, a big part of the the business is giving back. Maybe do you want to talk about what that is and the funds involved?
0: Yeah, yeah. Good to the people um, is just so like just thrilled to be able to do. Um, as we've as the organization's grown, um, we've always had a, had a platform. We always wanted to have a platform to create change, and that can be done many ways: through your words, through your actions, through. The the things that you support the, the the beliefs that you share that as a brand if you share those beliefs publicly and, and stand up for those things that can make a difference and then past that we've gotten to the place now as we've gotten bigger and, and you know we've made a little bit more money we can start to really give back and and that was the exciting thing with good to the people with the funds especially that we've been able to roll out because we're not only able to volunteer and put in time and, and talk with different organizations to help any way we can but now we're able to 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 contribute. Financially. Um, and we look for smaller organizations where our checks can be super meaningful. Um, and local community organizations around the world, but within their community, there are local organizations that are doing these things. And so we have three funds within our Good to the People Fund. We have our To the People Fund, which is really tied to food, water, and shelter, it's just basic human rights. And, and how can we um, work with organizations that are, are, are creating just access and opportunity to these basic human rights? Our to the future fund which i mean youth to the people right it, it is the youth the uh, shape are going to shape the future and we're trying to make it a more representative and just future for all and, and that's what that funds for and then our to the planet fund which we just talked about sustainability and, and the planets in crisis the earth is warming at an unprecedented rate and we have a responsibility to do everything we can as a brand and then if we can find organizations that are making instantaneous impacts we're going to support them um and so each fund has a million dollar pledge over the next three years well Two and a half years now we rolled them out earlier this year so uh we were and we're right on track so far we've worked with some really cool organizations i'm um, here there's some that are based in la some that are more national um and, and and some that are you know looking even internationally too so it's been really exciting we've learned a ton from them um you know we learn more from them many, in so many ways and, and so it helps us then even apply learnings into our product developments or our community conversations into our the, you know the conversations we're having internally. How are we, how is our organization practicing um, across all of these funds that, that that can apply to to our work?
2: Thanks for honestly, it's like from the bottom of my heart, thanks for being a brand that does that and actually like does carry through with it with um, goals that I think are clearly going to make a big difference. Uh, even for me as a founder who has a fund, it's, it's just inspiring to hear and uh, it's something that I will also i think what you said about even having a commitment to a pledge of a certain goal by three years i think i'm going to speak to my sister and be like okay what's our number <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. Uh, yeah. i don't have that number and i need to ours is for tigers um but uh, i guess it's just about making sure the tigers have enough what they need but yeah 100 percent, it's so important and it also i'm sure you know you guys would agree it just inspires you to continue growing the business beyond just product and profit it's just there's a greater mission
1: there that keeps you up um at night working and keeps you you know uh, motivated right absolutely and i mean i think the sure. the most the coolest thing is what you just said you know you have your fund you have your th- like we're all that's the in you know the collaboration over competition i think is what you said earlier we we believe that wholeheartedly and we're we're all making a difference and we're all inspired by each other and that's like the new wave of of brands uh, it 's one of the most exciting things happening right now,
2: exactly, and I think what we should start doing and, and we will be we'll, we'll speak even offline, but finding ways besides just you know brand giveaways and product connections, but even fund connection mm-hmm. ways that, you know yes. there 's a lot of work we can do with poverty with people in India, and likewise, I can do with not just tigers, but we 're working on wildlife in general, so yeah, we, we should definitely yeah. speak about that, because I think when the funds come together it 's also a great, yeah. great great mission absolutely that. absolutely so, that would be really cool.
0: and 365-day returns.
2: The pandemic this year has been, uh, for some, very, very difficult. And, you know, it's been a a very tough time to navigate through. But for businesses, especially some of the beauty brands, it's been really a, a sort of blessing in disguise where we've kind of navigated this whole digital landscape and it's accelerated growth in some ways. So what's the pandemic been like for youth to the people? And I'm sure a key word would probably be like TikTok <laughs> and, and is <scissors>. TOK. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, what's, what's it been like basically for you?
1: Well, it's been, you know, yeah, kind of all of the things of, you know, being much more alone, spending time in your home and, you know, no matter what's happening with the business, I think having to, to deal with that and, and learn how does that make us feel as, as humans when we're built to have human connection and collaboration and, uh, you know, thankfully, technology has allowed us in uh, a great way to be able to hop on camera and mm-hmm. be on Zoom or whatever else you're using. But then also that can get very uh, exhausting and sort of take more out of you than you could ever realize. So I think we've all experienced that. Um, so personally, I think we've all been on our, our journeys and it's been a, a hard year for many families and many people. It's been driven in sadness and loss and people have had to fight through a lot. And so, um, I think no matter what's happening in business, there's, there's that energy that that's just a reality. Um, but on the, on the business end, you know, it did allow us to focus on digital and we were wanting to put more efforts and more resources into our own site and into what we were doing digitally. And this sort of just like forced the hand mm-hmm. and we were like, okay, you know, we have a whole team that's been going in, you know, into Sephora's, all right, well, what are they going to do? Because we wanted to keep all of our employees. So we shifted them into digital and skin sessions and offered all these new things on our website. Um, yeah, the rise of TikTok for sure with crazy momentum, you know, so we've shifted a ton of, uh, time and creative energy and you know what that it's a fun space. So I'm, I'm really, we're really excited about that, that it's like this kind of New opportunity to educate and just have fun and, and really create raw, real content and different things. But, uh, yeah, it's been a shift. And, um, because of TikTok and because Instagram has been shifting, you know, the way that it approaches things, uh, content and things are moving faster than ever. So I think, as you know, as a brand founder, like we're moving and adapting, uh, at a faster speed than ever. Uh, and, you know, uh, before I, I want to get
2: into just a little bit about you guys as founders and, and just personally about Greg and Joe, but what's the future looking like for you to the people um, in, a, in a, again, in a nutshell?
0: <laughs> That's <to say>. a, <laughs> lots of, you know, it's the continued evolution within our product development and our community building. Um, you know, we're looking at some international expansion. That's one of the biggest. So you know, product is always on front of, you know, top of mind, what can we do in product and skincare and other, other verticals that we, that we've wanted to get into that we finally get into, um, within past skincare, you know, body hair, um, hands, uh, wellness, you know, clothing, there's so many things we can do. Um, Greg's got a little sneak peek of of something coming out here in a, in about a month. Um, so, you know, uh, a lot of things there, but I think international expansion is something we've really talked a lot about. We've recently rolled out in the UK with Cold Beauty, um, looking at a brick and mortar partner there for sometime next year. Um, and then looking at a lot of other places to roll out to, too, and figure that out. And uh, excited about that, though. Excited to take the brand um, you know, more international and, and, and see how it does and meet the communities there and see what we can do and that's like the most exciting part is just being closer
2: to um, obviously like companies can ship internationally but just having that kind of presence locally is so exciting and to see different um cultures and and people try their product just the other day we had um a japanese that we were in vogue japan we're not even selling in vogue japan in japan but we had like someone talking all about the holy root and ashwagandha in japanese yes. and i was like i don't know what she's saying but i love it <laughs> i it's love so it cool. Yes. <laughs> so cool. So it's exciting um but no really really excited for what you've to people um it's is coming in, in the future but so a bit about greg and joe um maybe i'll start with you greg um what is like your kind of routine for success? Like what gets you like, you know, what gets you up in the the morning and keeps you motivated in the day?
1: Um, you know, I think having a good routine, you know, staying consistent on a good routine, having a good morning routine where I'm, you know, in control of how I'm starting my day, you know, fighting off the urge to get into my device and start scrolling or instantly do emails, you know, taking 30 minutes to, uh, Take care of yourself, show some self-love, stretch, uh, kind of set your intention for the day. Um, that's a big key to my success. When my morning starts really in the right place, the rest of my day really can roll out properly. Um, exercise is a big part of, of, of my well-being and just, you know, um, not can be anything a quick hit workout. Uh, doesn't have to be long, but I have to do something you know, almost every day to keep myself really balanced. And um, I love making music. That's my other passion. So I spend a lot of time in the studio um, producing electronic music. And uh, I think uh, that sort of uh, outside creative venture keeps me uh, in a good place and keeps me inspired actually to bring in ideas and different concepts to the brand of youth of people as well. So amazing
2: i i love i love hearing um yeah. that's why i love yeah. asking this question because you just get to know so much more about someone and i used to be a singer in the studio pretty much every day there we so, go um uh, i know exactly the feeling i used to like go to the studio for like six hours at a pop and then just uh well i, I as a singer but i used to play piano violin so i love when you have the outlet where it's music or or working out that just keeps you Kind of, it's like our meditation in a way, right? It keeps us grounded. And- Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And Joe,
0: what about you? You know, very similar. Having that routine, it's, uh, it's been a challenge the last few years to get that consistent routine, but uh, um, you know, <laughs> it's changed. It's definitely changed. I had a real good routine, especially as we were at our family business and free, you know, like I'd do my workout, go to the office. And now it's like, I work from home primarily. Um, I'm in LA every other week for a couple of days. Now that we're back to traveling, um, but otherwise uh, work from home. So it's get up the well. The kids wake me up. The girls run in. So that's always a it's a fun routine. But we've gotten into a pretty good routine with that. Um, even the last week, my my oldest daughter just started preschool. So wake up, we eat our food. You know, we usually have oatmeal or something like that every morning, and then we pick out her. She picks out her outfit. We get ready do that and get out. So that's been kind of a, it's a good little routine because it's consistent. Same thing. Don't try to not look at the phone. Um, I really try not to look at the phone until after she's set and she's on her way. Um, um, and then do my, usually do a quick workout, same thing and, and then get into it. Um, I have a block on my calendar every day starting at five because I found my, the morning routine was, it was there, but the evening routine was getting a little chaotic. So I have a block on my calendar every day starting at five um, so that I can kind of be done, set my last few minutes and then get up, go upstairs or leave the room, whatever room I'm in and and try to be with my kids and with my family for a couple hours before bedtime because it comes so quick. And, you know, um, and that part of the routine has actually been hugely helpful for me to kind of unplug. And then if I do need to work later in the evening, I feel a lot more refreshed and I don't like go to bed, like, Oh, I'm wiped, you know?
2: No, exactly.
0: I think it's a really
2: important to set that time, as you said, because, uh, especially if you have a great mission and the funds and the cause and the brand and it grows, it's just so addictive Uh and you can just work all day if you wanted to, but that healthy boundaries and setting, even those calendar invites to yourself to say, look, get off the laptop and go, go see the kids. And it's important. It's so important. Um, but I, I did, Greg, I did read, were you a professional baseball player or
1: yeah Wait, yeah you, you missed yeah, that past, one out <laughs> yeah yeah it's like a past it's like a past life now you know but I know. Uh, yeah i was a fortunate enough to get drafted and you know really went on a journey to get there played junior college to to four year for one year and then um at chico state and then was drafted by the new york mets and spent some time going through the systems of rookie ball single a double a and got got injured and uh but um yeah, a lot of, you know, my mentality of, of just like the, I love that you can work at something as a person and get better every day. Like no matter what it is, um, you know, you start, start today and in six months you get through the first six months of learning something, get a little bit better by year one, you start to understand it year two and, and so on. And just like the, how everything is so cumulative. And so baseball was really that for me and that repetition of just, working at something that you love. Um, and, you know, Joe played uh, golf in college and and taught professionally after. And I, I think we both bring uh, <laughs> a healthy competitive sports yeah. mentality. <laughs> we try to keep it healthy now and, yeah. and our, now that we've got a little bit older, but, um, you know, bringing that drive on that idea, that aspiration um, that's a, that's into its core is a lot of the fuel of like youth of people's heart too, of this idea that, how can we be better tomorrow than we were today um, through doing what we love and through working hard at it. Um, but yeah, it's a past, it's, it, it's definitely there. Uh, it's pretty, it's, <laughs> it's definitely there, but it's, it's a, very it's, cool. Yeah. I
2: mean, and both, yeah, even the golf as well. Like, I mean, those are two sports that um, I wish I were good at, but I'm not, <laughs> But uh, <laughs> it's, it's right. But I guess you guys can do like um, uh, team building activities based on like, you can do like, golf um weekend retreats with the team and then do you you guys get to do any kind of like fun obviously the pandemic aside usually do you get to do any kind of
0: fun team bonding activities i mean we used to we used to do we we had all teams that we would do about every six months to a year uh pre-pandemic where everyone would come together our last one was in january of 2020 um in la the whole company flew in we, we took over part of a hotel and it was a great time um during the pandemic we just tried to create different fun activities we could do on zoom so uh, what was that not I, was, I want to say charades but not charades um uh, different games different games we figured out to play through zoom which was fun um brought yeah. in different speakers um uh, just trying to figure out ways to stay connected it's tough you know and then you kind of get burned out on zoom so okay like, hey, let's not do anything there so so what can we do um you know it's it's de- we definitely miss it. I'll say that we miss the events. We miss being together. Uh, even now, we're we're getting in the office a little bit. It's it's you know sort of optional and, and part time times. But just to see some people and connect a little bit makes such a difference. And uh, hoping to do more here soon.
1: As, as I will say at the last at the last all team in LA, we went to a, like a arcade and had all these different games and. You don't talk about competitive. You should have seen our oh, team yeah. play these games. It was like an adult <laughs> game Yeah, it was like an adult game thing, and everybody was battling, and uh, it was oh, it was a lot. That. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It, it was a blast. Yeah. I
2: think also going to an arcade would be such an interesting. Like you know, you have this personality test that you'll just see <laughs> yes. what games do people go to. Are some uh-huh. people going to the, the shooting games or the the driving yeah. games or the <laughs> yeah. Or basketball? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. About your team. Yeah, it's yeah. Time. It's an interesting team building. I'm uh, <laughs> going to add that to my, that <laughs> yeah. to my list. Of, um, but definitely we have to, uh, you know, today we hire people usually from all over the world sometimes. We have stakeholders in different places. So virtual is like the new thing. So it's exciting what you can do with the Zoom. There's a lot of options. But um, yeah, I definitely miss that human interaction and just seeing my team in person. So. Hopefully things will get back
1: to. to we'll keep it going. We keep we'll keep. We'll keep, uh, we'll keep keep it moving in the right direction, and we'll get through That's it. The plan. Gonna, so
2: yeah. no, exactly. But before we, um, you know, we wrap it up with some fire round questions. I do have a question I ask all my guests, and it's kind of, I guess, kind of to the point where we're talking about. So you know, things are opening up, but slow and steady. Uh, Travel is happening, but TSA is being very difficult, and they're saying, okay, Greg, Joe, you can only take one, youth to the people product with you. Um, it's not really a desert Island situation. It's more about like, what's your one favorite product situation. So maybe, uh, Joe, what's your, what, your favorite youth to people product? I know it's really hard. Well, to, it's very cool. Yeah, it's like saying, what's your favorite child? It is. It <laughs> is. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's so true. It is so
0: true. Um, let's see. Well, if I'm only traveling with one product, I got to bring the cleanser. It's our hero. It's our first product. Every good routine starts with a good cleanse. Um, if I have the ability to get other stuff though, Um, I'm bringing, I'm changing it up right now. I'm bringing our energy serum because the vitamin C in that I need every day in my routine as, as the years are continuing to add up, I really need that for many different ways. And and I know if I have that, I can boost my routine every day. And, and, and that's kind of that, um, piece that I, I feel really important in my routine every day, our energy serum
1: and Greg, um, you know, for me. It's hard it's hard not to say the cleanser because it's like you know, I need that. But I think for me, my skin, I need exfoliation, I need that cell turnover, um, I need that poor kind of you know, consistent poor treatment, otherwise my skin will get congested and start to, to break up. So, um, you know, either either our power toner or uh or our energy facial are are necessities for me for, for that reason. Yeah. You could, I guess uh, a,
2: a trick answer could be your your youth system six piece mini case. <laughs> yeah, there is. Go, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah.
1: I it is. There's thought it, one it, of it, you it, would it. say that, but you know what? I'll take that one. <laughs> there we go. There there I'm you gonna, go. We're going to take that into the next uh, the next uh, conversation. Yeah, that <laughs> the next time we get there. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh,
2: amazing. Yeah. Well, so we'll quickly end with some fire round questions. Um, first thing that comes to your head, um, and we'll go um, to make it easier. We'll go Greg, Joe, Greg, Joe. So, um, what's another beauty brand, Greg, that you're currently loving? Oh, wow.
1: Um, it's hard <laughs> for me to pick one. It's hard for me to pick one. I love, you know, shout out to, uh, all of our, you know, friend founders, the glow girls, everybody, you know, Guy, it's hard for me yeah. to pick a brand cause I, yeah. but you know, I love, I'm loving, uh, I'm loving some products by Josh Rosebrook right now. I, lo- I love what he's doing. Love his formulas. I love his education and and just his whole uh, approach to skincare. So loving some of his stuff. Amazing, And Jay?
0: Uh, Greg. I thought you were going to select this one because it's definitely one of our inspo's for forever. Is Paul's choice? We have a joke internally. It's Greg's choice. Paul's <laughs> yeah,
2: choice. I love that. Is definitely one. <laughs> I love
0: that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, all our brand founder friend, friends. I mean, so many things, uh, yeah. There's uh, so many, yeah. So many cool products. Our, our friends at Herbivore, I mean, they, you know, they just launched some really cool creams. Yeah, and like, yeah there's so many fun things out there, so. Um, and That's a tough one. Uh, no, I think all the brands are
2: incredible. We're
0: shoppers. We love to shop for skincare okay. and beauty products, so we're always.
2: Um, always and want. what's another,
1: what's the guilty pleasure um, of yours, Greg? Gosh, these are good questions. I mean, I don't even know, to be honest. You've got me stumped. <laughs> Jay, come back to you.
0: you know, mine recently actually is we <laughs> is chocolate. I love chocolate. I love my desserts. I love my treats. You know, ice cream, all the things I can do. But uh really recently it's funny, my wife bought these uh these chocolate baking, these Ghirardelli chocolate baking like discs. And, her and I just keep, we're just eating and we're not even baking. It was great. It's like the, you know, when you're a kid, you grab some chocolate chips yeah, from like yeah. the bag. It's like that, but they're bigger and just more indulgent. They're like dark chocolate. Really good. So oh, I feel like every day I'm popping like a couple here, a couple there. So I know probably I have like 20 of these things a day. I'm like, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta stop doing this. Um, but so I've been good. balancing it with more green juice lately. I feel like I got out of my green juice routine. So I've been on a green juice. I got my green juice today back into my nice. flow. Um, nice, nice, nice. So Yeah.
1: Okay, Greg, back to you. Yeah, I guess my, I, I guess, I guess mine would be just like guilty pla- clothes. You know, I end up like I love buying like uh, certain types of tees that have emotive yeah. statements or concepts, and, and and flannels, and so I end up kind of having the same thing of where I almost wear the same thing every day in different in different ways. But I, I love all the new kind of clothing brands that are almost like start like kind of like the new wave of uh, smaller uh, apparel brands that are popping up. All these mm-hmm. really. just super talented designers that have amazing ethos and purpose. And so uh, my guilty pleasure is just buying up, uh, you know, their, their t-shirt concepts and uh, supporting them. But there's just, yeah, yeah, the closet needs to, I need to calm it down. I love I'm it.
2: You, I'm sure. I'm. Um, yeah, so I think everyone says chocolate and stuff. So I, I love the fact that you said clothes. But Joe, you're probably going to get a few. DMs yeah, no, that's a good because, one. Um, uh, the Glow Girls always get messages of our listeners saying because they said Levain cookies and Cheetos <laughs> and stuff. So everyone's like, I'm the same. I love Levain cookies. So Sarah just messaged me the other day oh, saying so yeah. okay. everyone keeps telling me about that guilty pleasure in mine. I'm like, okay, I think Joe's going to have it with this. Um, they're going to all the hopefully we'll, we'll sell yeah. them out. That's the plan. Um,
0: yes
1: when that third question is what are you currently watching or reading um i just started reading when we were kids by patty smith i love patty smith love her writing so I just started reading that um and lo- loving it so far
0: nice. joe uh watching <laughs> guilty pleasure i would say as well <laughs> my wife and i we always like to watch the like the current shows uh that, you know, we'll catch something every other like, night, watch an episode here and there. So right now we've actually, we've been watching, um, oh gosh, I'm blanking on it, but you guys are gonna crack up. <laughs> yeah. You were guilty of watching, you know, definitely a guilty pleasure of watching. Like we were of all, of all the current sort of, I would say, uh, uh, you know, drama shows that are, that are just silly and fun and easy to watch. You yeah. Know?
2: Just to have like com- and the background noise as well. Sometimes it's nice to have something. Yeah, playing. and just kind of
0: like check out and go into this new reality, you know. Um, so definitely, I think Amazing. television is something for me that we will go in and out of. Like we won't watch anything for a long time, and then we'll kind of get into a little phase and watch a show here, watch a show there. Um, nice, but but yeah, it's definitely cracks us cracks us up with shows, and then you know, the, it, it's it's connection commun- connection with the team too because they're usually really into it.
2: exactly. And last two questions: uh, What's your favorite social media platform right now,
1: Greg? Um, I I think TikTok. Also, quick note: I think the book is called Just Kids. So, quick note: Just Kids. kids. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think think it was just just a quick note. I think well, I think TikTok just because it's driving the the space. Um, the the true creativity is is sort of happening there. Um, so I think that's like the most inspiring one. Um, but still heavily, heavily in Instagram as well. Um, but I find myself going more like as a, as a, as a user going to TikTok and learning all kinds of things there, uh, everything from inspiration to, you know, something in sound, you know, production and music and something on piano to anything about skincare and just like the speed at which you can learn. And, and, uh, on that platform is amazing. And definitely laugh a little bit on the way there (laughs) because there's, some so many funny videos. you're learning and laughing, and you're learning and laughing, which I think is like you know <laughs> two of the goals here on uh, you know here in life. Like, and, and these addictive dances where you're like
2: you, you look at them and you're like, I wish I could do that, but it's <laughs> yeah. kind of like oh, so like why would I do that? Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And Joe, um, you know, I'm not being on social media personally, but definitely as like the brand, I think TikTok is where I've been yeah. searching and researching more these days. Um, I think there's some, some cool things happening, um, for brands and like what we are looking to do as brand founders and Pinterest. Yep. And so we've been looking into that more. Um, I mean, Instagram still is a big part of our brand. So yeah, I, I kind of, I look at all of them, but I'm not a big, uh, user I would say, but yep. definitely TikTok cracks me up. I mean, yeah. I'll spend like 10 minutes here and there and I'm just, yeah, learning, you learn stuff quickly. I think the funniest ones on TikTok are when someone else learns it, but it's like, what is it? The du- duet where they split screen yeah. and they're learning something They're like, wait, what? And then they go do it really quick. They're like, Oh no way. That was the simple, like randomly watching last night with chicken wings or the guy like this guy's eating a chicken wing and then this other guy just shows and you like push it down and all the meat goes to the end and you just dip it and eat it and it's completely clean. And the, the guy was like 30 years in my life. It, yeah. it was just, it cracked me up. So just little weird, Things like that, or you can learn the most advanced, sophisticated thing on there too. I think it's it's been really cool. I'm always blown away by how quickly, yeah, how quickly people digest. Like, can create this content that you can actually learn a lot from in a really short period of time.
2: It's definitely a very diverse platform. I think people mistake it with just like young, like Gen Zers and stuff, but actually. There's everything on there, and I think it's a really informative yeah. platform. If you uh, want it to be, you know, you have to make sure you're consuming the right type of content. Otherwise, it will just show you photos of like dancing dogs. If that's what you want to watch, yeah, yeah. You
1: have to really, you have to really <laughs> guide the algorithm. But the algorithm is really smart. So once you search a few things, like you know, like certain things that you're like, oh, I want to learn about that. I want this person reads inspiring quotes every morning. Okay, I like that. This person's teaching me this. I like that, and and it will start to just. It, it does a great but job. You know, it's, it's, but you need to control little, the algorithm. Otherwise, it's... You it's, need
2: to control yeah. it. I, and it's yeah. quite telling. It's quite scary. But like, I, I always use the Fable and Main TikTok account just because I'm lazy to switch to my personal one. And then my social media manager is probably looking at the relevant videos. and like, wait, <laughs> why is this one <laughs> <what like>, <laughs> being shown? <laughs> I'm like, gosh, I should I should just yeah. go back to my other one. That's <laughs> um, funny. That is funny. Um, my last question is, um, it's quite a tough one, but um, if you weren't a
1: beauty entrepreneur... What do you think you would be right now? I feel like we, I mean, I'm speak for both of us, but I, I, would be an entrepreneur at some capacity. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Some, some company, uh, making something. I think that's just, you know, what, what I, what I love to do and I'd be making music. I love to make music. Yeah. And so, uh, I'd be doing that on, in some capacity. Amazing. Joe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Make, you know, starting something else, starting another company or, or, running another company, you know, like it would be like our family. Like like we potentially there's always like, we would be back at our family's company, which are two and Lord and Lisa, are running. Um, uh, but still starting other companies and brands and ideas. So yeah, I would, whether it's in duty or in, in some other place, we love to create products. Greg and I are always talking about different, like new products, new product ideas, especially in the consumer space in general. Yeah. Um, that, that are not even within beauty that we would love to do at some point. And, and I think the excitement of, figuring out how to not only what is that need and then how do we make it? And then like, what's the best, how do we make the best if we are going to make it?
2: Um, well, I, I'm so excited to see where Youth to people goes and the journey, especially the, the international expansion um, and the next products you guys, and not just in, in beauty, but also with the, the merch and the mission. So yeah, everyone uh, needs to be following you guys and, and the journey of the brand. So where can everyone find the brand and, and also your personals um, if you want to share?
1: Yeah. But, Instagram, you know, at youth of the people, youth of people.com uh, for all of our products and our editorial, tons of information and cool articles and all of our people features are there. Um, TikTok at youth of people. And then personally, uh, at Greg underscore underscore Gonzalez uh, is, is my Instagram handle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Check. It. I mean, we're sold in Sephora across the US, Canada, and Europe, um, and then Cold Beauty yep. in the UK. And also support in Australia as well. Australia and New Zealand. Amazing. So
2: and and if you guys are uh, but, international. Uh, so pretty much
0: through that you can get anywhere.
2: Yeah, especially with cults yeah. now.
0: You can yep. ship internationally as well, which is great. Gold ships, um, yeah. And we're getting we're actually getting ready to open up international shipping on our side as well. We nice. hadn't for a while. But we find there's finally like a very easy plugin that makes <laughs> it like okay, this will work. We think we can, we're going to give this a try. I think we're, no. I just, I'm oh, literally, man. I just launched some cult last week and
2: I'm literally, Oh, launching International expansion. Thank you. And we're launching international in a month with a new site. So I think we're probably on the same uh, plugin, but, uh, the very. Right, yeah. Uh, it's like, what are we
0: going to do? Is this going to work?
2: So yeah, Yeah. it's just testing and yeah. trying. That's the jo- That's the joy of brand building, but thank you so much for sharing your journey <laughs> and story and being such inspiring
1: guests. Uh, really, really appreciate it and your time. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank and, you and, you know, congrats on your brand it's 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 beautiful love the design and everything that you're doing and the purpose so it's it's great to spend some time together and connect thanks very much man